So hello and a big warm welcome to you, Aletha. I'm so glad that you're here and I'm so glad that we're going to get to talk to each other. So I'd love to do a little brief intro about you and then we can launch into talking about what we're going to talk about today, which is really the origins of aware parenting, how you developed it, and a little bit about the history. So, so glad you're here. So Letha Sorto, you have a PhD, uh, you're a developmental psychologist, uh, consultant, international speaker, and author of five books. Uh, very, uh, you can see mine are very well thumbed, <laughs> so <laughs> The Aware Baby, very well thumbed. Um, helping young children flourish, tears and tantrums, mm -hmm. raising drug-free kids, <laughs> uh, attachment play. Oh, and we've got an old version of Tears and Tantrums there. So, um, and your books have been translated into 13 languages. Is that still accurate? Well, not all of them. Some of them. of them. Some of them. One or more has been One translated into, I forget, 12 or 13, something amazing. like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you founded the Aware Parenting Institute in 1990, and you have certified instructors in 20 countries, which is so amazing, isn't it? <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> And um, for those who, the people who don't know me, I'm Marion Rose, and I'm a level two aware parenting instructor. And I did want to say, just before I start, I'm so grateful to you, Aletha. Your, your work has been so profound for me and my family. I have two children, as you know, started aware parenting with them when they were very little. And, but also professionally, it's just such um, an honor for me and brought so much meaning and purpose to my life to, to share your work with others. So I really want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> thank you for sharing that with um, me. I, I really, it really touches me to hear you say that and when other people say that too. And, uh, and you, you've been, I should thank you too, you've been <laughs> so active in promoting this approach in Australia. Yes. You're really doing a lot to, to support parents and really teach parents this approach so thank you to you oh thank you so much i love i love your work so much so it's yeah it's been so wonderful i so enjoy it so should we talk a little bit about aware parenting the beginnings of aware parenting so when you were a new mom and you wrote the aware baby in oh let's, let's go back there uh, in the early 80s and it was published in 1984 do you want to tell us a little bit about your experience that led to you writing that yeah, um, so my first child was born in 1977, okay? Um, before that, I had, I had gotten involved in some therapy in my, in my 20s, which really helped me. I had early childhood trauma, like many people. Mine was hospital trauma. I was, it was, well, separation trauma. I was isolated in a hospital at the age of five, or it was either one week or two weeks, I'm not yes. sure, but um, I, nobody was allowed to visit me. So it was, it was a really big trauma. And I, I grew up with a fear of hospitals, fear of doctors. I, I, I panicked every time I had to go to a hospital. Luckily it wasn't too much, but. Yes, um, yes. Um, and so I was able to work through that as an adult, talking about it, crying about it. And I began to realize how helpful crying was. Yes. And so my goal, becoming a parent, when I became a new mother, I wanted, I actually had two convictions. I didn't want to punish 
my children. I knew that, right? Yes. Yes. And I wanted my children um, to feel safe enough to express emotions, especially crying. Yes. I want, because I felt that, well, maybe children can heal while they're still young, you know, maybe (laughs) they don't have huge traumas with them throughout life. And I figured that must be possible. Um, So I looked for books to help me. Um, I found a a really good book about non-punitive parenting. It was Thomas Gordon's book, Parent Effectiveness Training, the Gordon, the whole Gordon training movement, which um, was really popular then. And I even took a course in that. And that really helped me. But the crying part, the emotional part, I really didn't find any other books that, that, that really explained how to, how to help a baby. And my son had birth trauma. Um, how to help a baby with birth trauma. Okay. And he cried a lot. Okay. So I experimented. My poor child, I experimented with him. And, and I realized that he was – I actually cried what I, I – I actually did what I now – called the crying in arms approach. I just held him and let him cry. And I figured, I saw how relaxed he was afterwards and he slept a little better. And can, I, I, can I pause you there? Because I'm really hearing, you know, in terms of experimenting, that's your background, developmental psychology and, and, yeah, and yeah. you know, observing and, and experimenting, but yeah. through observation. So I'm really hearing you, you know, you observed him and you, you, know, you noticed how right. he was. And, yeah. Right. And that's one thing I tell new parents, don't be afraid to experiment because I did it and he's fine. <laughs> I made lots of mistakes. I didn't have the aware baby. I, I, I know. And you didn't have you. <laughs> I, I had, I just had my baby and my own experience and um, I started researching things. And so, but, but really the turning point came when, um, okay, so he, he was one year old. I went to a, um, breastfeeding support group yes. for for mothers of toddlers. I'd been to going to breastfeeding support group at the beginning. It helped me get started with breastfeeding. I was still breastfeeding. He was one year old, one and a half. Um, so I went to for mothers of toddlers who were still breastfeeding. And this was this was a lot of my friends were breastfeeding. Yes. Uh, but this was um, we were actually doing a lot of us in Santa Barbara, California, where I live, we're doing attachment parenting before the term had even been invented. Yes. <laughs> very, very, very progressive area where I live. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was getting breastfeeding support and that's great. great. Well, this meeting of breastfeeding experts and moms, there was a, a woman that the leader uh, who had a, a three-year-old child and she told us, how she was still uh, nursing her child every three hours around the clock yes. during the night at age three. And I thought, that doesn't sound like something I want to do at, when my child's three years old. Yes. It didn't sound right to yeah. me that that's the schedule of an unborn almost. Um, it just didn't sit right with me, that idea. And that was kind of a turning point for me. And I felt, I'm doing something, I'm really different here, <laughs> my approach. Yes. And I went to playgroups and talked to other moms, and I realized I, I, I wanted my son to cry. And they did everything they could think of to stop their, their babies from crying. So, yeah. And then I 
eventually did help figured out how to help him sleep through the night and that wasn't until he was almost two years old yes. but um so that was when i really realized i had i'm, I'm doing something really different here yes. even though yeah. even though it was yeah. very progressive and even right you're still doing something different to that yes yes yeah. right right so that's how i got started and then um yeah so i wrote the wear baby <laughs> and the book that I wish I had. Yes, the book that you wish you had. I really yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then I revised it in yeah. 2001. Yes. Uh, so. Great. Thank you. And I hadn't heard that piece. I'm really hearing in what you're saying as well. There's so much about that listening to yourself and, and the kind of observing and experimenting. So, really about the relationship that you. How, how you that really didn't sit for you what you were seeing right. and then yeah. and then exploring more to find out yeah. what did and yeah, yeah. I really love that yeah that's what i love about aware parenting isn't it it's so much about about listening and observing and and about the relationship isn't it rather than um, yeah it's really yeah. wonderful to have all the theory but that each parent can go and do what you did basically yeah yeah and, and really thinking about the advice you get i mean i was getting like that's a good advice, but then some of the advice I got wasn't, wasn't so good. Yes. Uh, people were telling me to, to let him cry it out, to leave him, yeah. you know, the little crying approach, to don't go to him. I even tried it, you know, I'm really embarrassed to say, and I wrote about that, and there were a baby, it's yes. no secret. Yes, I know. Um, I was getting advice from all sorts of different directions, and I just had to figure it out yes. myself, so yeah. yeah. Yeah, such an important process, isn't it, for, for parents, that figuring out this, yeah, this doesn't fit yeah. for me and this does and what happens if I do that. Yeah. Right. Thank you, thank you. Um, so, so when you wrote The Aware Baby and it, and it was published, did you have any idea that it would take off to the extent that it has? And no. You would write those books <laughs> no in the US? <laughs> no, I had no idea. I thought I would write one book and then get on with my life, you know, kind of thing. Okay, so I've written a book. I have this to offer. I hope I was hoping it would sell. Yes. Um, and then it, it's it's been very slow. The beginning was very slow. It didn't really take off right away at all. Um, I know a bit more about how when it did or what, what it you did. Saw. Yeah, well, okay, so people started asking me to write a sequel. Oh. And I thought, how can I write a sequel if they haven't started with this approach? How, how, what do you say to people who have two to eight year old children, you know, children aged two to eight? Yes. And I thought, well, maybe I could write a sequel. So <laughs> I did. <laughs> I wrote a sequel, Helping Young Children Flourish. And I've now recently just revised that. It's Soon going to be a new revised revised edition is going to be published very soon. Yay! So exciting. <laughs> the title is going to be cooperative and connected. Wow! Help children flourish without punishments or rewards. So that's the new edition of that second book. So that um, started starting. I had connections in Europe because I lived in Europe. I used to live in Switzerland, and so I had connections in Europe. Um, I did a first work, European workshop tour in 1991. Okay. My book started getting translated. Yes. German, French, Dutch. Those were some of the first languages. Um, and then people, 
Yeah. Okay. So when people started asking me to do workshops, yes, my first reaction was, no, 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 no. I don't do work. I write books. I don't. Do that's my thing. I, I don't get up in front of a group of people. That's, that's a whole different skill. Yeah. I don't have that skill. I've really felt like that was not for me. But wow, people really wanted that, and I thought, well, okay, if it helps sell the books, I'll do it. You know. Um, but then I realized that I really got to like doing that. After the first 10 years, I started to enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> um, <I love> that. <laughs> for 10 years, I was a bit terrified oh, getting in front of groups. Yes, okay. But I really, I really do enjoy it now. Yeah. And um, I, I realized that it's just reading a book is one way to convey information. There's lots of different ways. Yes. Or all yes. you doing interacting with people in groups yes. is a whole different way of, of communicating uh, information. So I'll do that now. Yeah, and then, and, and then, I, so, I so remember going so when, when you came to Australia and when my daughter was three and I so remember your workshops and I so loved them when you came again. Loved, I love your workshops. And yeah, you, you invited me the first. That was, that was, yeah, it, it, um, that, that was fun, yeah. I still got all my notes that I made. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then people started asking me, well, they would say, I want to teach this. Yes, and I teach them, said, sure, go ahead. You can teach this. You know what? You don't need my permission. Yes. And then people would tell me, well, you know, I want, can't you, I, I, I need some kind of certificate, you know. Yes. Can you develop some kind of training program or something i said oh okay um well i suppose i could come up with some requirements mm -hmm. and so that's when the certification program began and i started certifying people to become instructors yes and then i developed the level two idea where because people <laughs> wanted to become instructors and i couldn't go all these countries all the time as a limit to how much i can travel so now Yes. People like you who are level two instructors can train people yes. to instructors. And, uh, and then, of course, the internet in 1996, I got my website. I, was, I had one of the first parenting websites on oh, the internet. Oh, did you? I didn't know that. I'm I loving I'm learning new things here. I'm loving this. So, yay. Pretty new. Yeah. A lot of companies, a lot of organizations didn't have websites yeah. yet in 1996. Yes. So that really helped. Yeah. That once I was on the internet, you know, with that and with email and everything. So yes. that. Yay. Wow. Yeah. Love hearing that. I love hearing it. Um, and, then, and then I wrote Tears and Tantrum yes. because that was the workshops that people wanted me to do. And so I thought, well, maybe I should just write a book just about that part because that seemed to be the most, um, the most different from different. what was in other books. Yeah. 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 And attachment play. Then you, uh, well, you actually you wrote um, helping. You wrote um, raising drug free kids after that, didn't you? Right. Yeah, it was last. Yeah. yeah Do you want share a bit more about those last two. Uh, raising drug free kids. I just had this idea that to tie it in with with substance abuse, which is becoming such a, a major worldwide problem, yeah. um, to tie it in and how this approach can help prevent. Uh, substance abuse so that's so I wrote that one yes and then attachment play yes. <laughs> that one I well 
I'd always known the importance of play. I grew up in a family that played. Oh. My parents both loved games. Oh, I love that. And they played with us. And it was mostly board games, you know, um, Scrabble and, and, and chess. And, but also what, what people used to call parlor games. Oh. I mean, we have company over when we have other people in it. Parlor games oh. um, in the living room, just sitting around playing parlor games. And then games in the car while on car trips. My mother would always occupied with, with games you know let's get off a big game or just okay so they didn't use play in the way really i talk about in it in a, in a way we've written about an attachment play where you know therapeutically or to elicit cooperation but yes i grew up with the notion that oh that's what parents do parents play and i thought all parents played with their children yes and then i was surprised to find out that I would meet people who, who said, "Oh, their parents never played with them." Yeah. Oh, isn't that what parents do? <laughs> you know, I just thought that. Yeah. It naturally to me, yeah. when my children became naturally to yeah. play, and I, I love creating games, um, and I started finding ways to use play to help them cooperate. I, I that was, you know, one of my first. Um, clues that there, there's this is pretty powerful stuff you know yeah because it's so powerful isn't it and, and so you play with that yeah. play with them and that's how you started yeah. to develop the different games and the different types of play because i've always wondered right. such yeah. a, you know i love attachment play and the the way you you know develop different types of games for different types of challenges or different types of therapeutic yeah. it's amazing right. yeah right. i read um I, I was fascinated by play therapy. I've always been, and I read early on. I read the book by Virginia Axline called Play Therapy, and that, I I really thought, wow, this is powerful stuff. So I was trying these things with my children and different kinds of therapeutic ways to use play, and yeah. then I decided to write a a book on play um, early on, long before I did it. Oh, oh really? And, uh, um, the the title i had selected that i thought would be good was playful parenting yes and then <laughs> someone else i think it was with the title playful parenting yes. and here i already had notes and an outline everything oh, for what really? we called playful parenting yes, and I, I, oh, yeah oh, well he did it so yeah I, I can't do it now because he did it he yes. did that book i wanted yeah. to write but then I realized that my book was, I, 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 it was a whole different structure to my yeah. book and a different way of approaching. Yeah. I mean, I love his book. Yeah. I love the book. Yeah, Just, me too. <laughs> I think I felt, it took me a while to realize that maybe I had something also to yes. offer. Yes. Play. Yes. And so um, I went ahead and did it and wrote it with a whole, whole different um, structure than his yes. book. Yeah. yeah categorizing different kinds of play and, and um yeah mm. so, which just, i love it's so helpful isn't it i think for parents to know oh this you know this is the thing i'm finding challenging you know it's issues on separation what kinds of games could i play or could i try and and then often realizing that they're playing that parents may be naturally playing things and then they understand more oh well actually this is this is a therapeutic way of working with this right. it's, so beautiful, isn't it? Well, I wanted to add another reason I wrote Attachment Play is because um, people would talk about me 
as the the crying guru sort of you know yes. Yes. oh leave soul that's about crying lawrence cohen that's about play and laughter but in both my first book the aware baby and helping on children flourish there there's a lot about <laughs> this there yeah. and and people weren't noticing it they were just noticing the part about crying yeah and so I thought, I really got to write a book. Okay. Yeah. Kind of crystal clear. This approach is more than just yes. listening to your child's crying. It's a lot more. Yes. So that's one other reason I wrote that. Oh, book. I love that. Yes. And I know you've often said to that to me over the years when I write things and you say, you know, that remember, it's not just about the crying, you know, because it's also a, yeah. it's a form of attachment parenting. There's the whole um, yeah. cooperation that they, um, discipline without punishments and rewards so right. attachment play that's so much more isn't it than than just the crying yeah right so. mm. oh well i'm so enjoyed this i've learned so many new things which i which i you know i already know lots but i'm so enjoyed our conversation is there anything else you want to talk about in terms of this you know this uh piece around the, the origins origin? the yeah. origins of aware parenting um I never, I never really thought I would do be doing. That. I thought I, I wanted to be a research psychologist. Okay. Yeah. And and I, my original interest was how children learn, and and uh, I'm still fascinated by that. So, yes. but I kind of kind of fell into this in a way. <laughs> it wasn't, you know. So it's kind of interesting how my life has gone, yes. and I'm totally happy with with the direction I've taken. I, I think. Um, I really enjoy re finding ways to communicate what I consider very important information. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And looking at the research and, and finding, you know, what, what studies have been done and how that fits in with this whole um, approach. That, that I've developed. I didn't really develop it. I just synthesized things that were there, information that was already there. I just synthesized it, put it together. Yes. Yeah. In a in a new a new way. Yeah. Yeah. Which is yeah. I think what we all do, isn't it? Each time each yeah. we build on what's there and we bring it together and yeah. 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 Hmm. Thank you so much. And so um, your website for those of you who are not watching or listening to this from your website, your website's www.awareparenting.com if you want to share and all your books are available there and on amazon you do consultation yeah yeah we're not going to be selling them uh much longer through the website uh through directly so they are available on, on amazon all the, all the online booksellers now um so that's the place to get them yeah yay yeah, and the consultations, and you still run, you still travel around the world running workshops. I do, I do. Yep. So people can find out all about that all on your website. Yeah, it's all on my website. Yes. yes. Yay. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you so much. I've so enjoyed this. So I so enjoy talking to you, and I look forward to our next conversation. Yeah, me too. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to stop the record.